Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. Have you shitted on yourself this week? It happens often when you're trying to please others rather than listening to what you really want. And truthfully, this happens because we live in a society that rewards for doing all the things, being busy, being successful, and making a shit ton of money. But have you thought about what your definition of success is? What does success look like to you? What does having it all look like to you? It may not mean bringing in 10K every month. It may mean working 20 hours a week and impacting a handful of clients at a time. Maybe success is putting your family first and having a job that pays the bills. Take some time this week to stop, think, and reflect on what your definition of killing it is, what your definition of success is, and what your priorities are in your world. This will help to minimize the amount of shooting you do. Because every time you even think about shooting on yourself, you'll be able to run it through that internal system of values and what true success feels like to you. Our guest today is an amazing example of someone who was done listening to the people around her telling her what she should be doing for her business. And instead, she realized what she wanted and took action to make that happen. Kate is a food freedom dietitian, focusing on helping her clients find confidence in their food choices, their skills in the kitchen, and in themselves. Kate Peterson, welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative. I'm stoked to have you here. Hello, thank you. I'm excited to be here. All right. Well, before we dive in, let's find out the three most important questions that anyone should be asked ever. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Give it to me. (laughs) One, what is your bucket list travel destination? Uh, I think right now Greece is probably my number one. I'm like the ultimate summer girl. Beaches, like give it to me. Like I just need to be there. I need that in my life. I get it. Blue and white for (laughs) miles and miles and miles. (laughs) You can't beat it. (laughs) All right. Maybe this is going to go with question number one. I don't know. I'm, I might mm-hmm. predict the future. What is your favorite food of all time? Okay, this is like really boring and such a like dietitian answer, but I am obsessed with crispy roasted Brussels sprouts that were done like on a flat top grill at a mm. restaurant. There is mm. nothing better. Like I could eat that breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I swear. <laughs> oh, that sounds so yummy. You can achieve that at home on a hot cast iron. Yes, you can. You can. Yes. Last time I tried that, though, I definitely smoked my kitchen out a little bit. (laughs) I'm not good with the broiler. I'm good with everything else in the kitchen, but the broiler and I need we need some practice together. (laughs) I've caught kale on fire. I've cooked cooked parchment paper on fire in front of people. I was doing a cooking demo. That was fun. So yes, I get it. sometimes it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm not perfect either. It's fine. <laughs> you can do this. We can all do this together. <laughs> okay. And last but not least, coffee or cocktails? What time of day is it? Whatever time of day you want it to be, girl. It's five mm. o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I am definitely, I'm like an iced coffee, like lover. So I, my first thought was like iced coffee, but then like, once it hits like five o'clock, like give me the wine, give me the tequila, give me the bourbon. I don't know. That's a hard one. I'm undecided on that. How about that? Okay. That's fair. My first thought when you said iced coffee was iced coffee. Ooh, like you could do tequila or Bailey's in that or like 100%. Yes. Yeah. Or like an espresso martini. Like, duh. Yeah. Why not both? (laughs) I have definitely had like a coffee with a cocktail too, like at dinners and stuff like that. So yeah. 
why choose two? Why choose have, from either when you can have both? You have both hands, right? It's fine. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right. Now that we know basically everything about you. Yeah, there's nothing else to know. <laughs> I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey as an RD and yeah. like how that got you to where you're at now. Definitely. So dietitian is a second career for me, as I think a lot of dietitians, that's a common thing I've noticed. I've been hearing um, it a lot lately. Yeah. 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 We, I don't know, we need to like promote it more in high schools. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so my undergraduate degree is in public health. So I worked a lot in like the health prevention area and just love this idea of, you know, kind of taking care of problems before they become bigger problems. You know, I was an athlete my whole life. Food was always a huge part of our family just from like a sports perspective. And I just always loved it. And every time I had a bad day at work, I'm just like, I want to be a dietitian. I want to be a dietitian. And so I quit my full-time job when I was 27, went back to school for my dietetics degree. And here I am. So I, I, yeah, so I worked clinically part-time for about two years as I built my business no hate against clinical, but that is not where my heart was. You know, that's, it's a different world there, a different beast, but definitely learned a lot. And, you know, just worked kind of random dietitian jobs as I was slowly building my business. And one of those jobs that I did, I got the opportunity and still actually hold that position. I do a lot of cooking demos in the community. And really just like learn to love like the cooking side of things, but also the food freedom side of things. Like I'm just very passionate about that non-diet approach and really teaching people that all foods fit and then adding that kitchen component and that meal prep and, you know, cooking demo component. It's just, it fits so perfectly together. Girl, preach. I would, (laughs) (laughs) I would love to know more of your like random in-between jobs. I feel like as RDs, we wear so many different hats and like sometimes totally. we hop from position to position, but those positions, like the one that you're still in, like can mm-hmm. affect you so much down the line. So tell me more. Yeah. You know, it was just like a lot of positions out in the community. Like I worked for a couple fitness centers in the area, saw a super wide variety of clients in that. <laughs> and that Honestly, that really honed me into this idea of food freedom. I remember like sitting there with a weight loss client one day and I was like, I, this does not light me up. Like, I don't want to talk to you about weight loss. I want to talk to you about like good tasting food and making this an actual enjoyable process of you improving your health versus like you slaving away at the gym and stepping on the scale and hating yourself. And that was like such a light bulb moment for me. But yeah, I've done positions where I've done like corporate wellness, obviously clinical. Those are kind of the the big ones. And they all just led me right here to my own business. (laughs) I love that though. So I've talked about skill stacking on the show before, but Mm -hmm. I feel like you've taken something from each of those, right? You've learned something from each of those and you've been able to kind of create your dream job essentially. Totally. I tell everybody, like, I've never had a wasted job in my life where I was like, this was a total waste of my time. I've taken pieces from every single job, even if I really hated that job. And, uh, I, you know, I use them now, even if it's motivation to not go back to a job like that. (laughs) That's also a good lesson to learn. But yeah, definitely take whatever I can from all the experiences that I've had and would not be where I am and the person that I am as a dietitian, as a practitioner, all of that without all those experiences. I definitely believe that. Yeah. Guys, listen to that piece of advice. That's huge, right? So like, even if you're in 
like a shit job right now and you're not digging it, take what you like from it, take what you mm-hmm. don't like from it, and you can make something different down the line. Like take it as a learning experience. That's what we're doing. We're becoming the best RD we can be. And we can only do that with both shitty experiences and positive experiences. Yeah, totally. I feel like people put so much pressure on like, I have to have the perfect dietitian job out of school or I have to have the perfect job or the perfect business. And first of all, those things don't exist, but (laughs) getting that right on your first time I'm just a big believer in like learning along the way. And like you said, yeah, sometimes you're in a shitty job and it's like, think about the things that you don't like about that job and change those in your next job or in your business or whatever that looks like. Definitely a learning experience in all of those experiences. So obviously your history, your experiences set you up for where you're at now, working with more of a food freedom mentality, really focusing on flavorful foods and getting people pumped Mm. about it. What was that transition like? And are there any things specifically, uh, I guess, in starting your business that you would have changed or lessons that you've learned? Okay. This has been a huge lesson that I've learned recently, or I guess that I've realized recently is like, there is no right way to do this. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think me, like a lot of other dietitians, a lot of other coaches, all of that, I've worked with other coaches to help build my business, to help build my skills, you know, that kind of thing. And I think along the way I got really tied up in like, I have to do this. This is the right way to do it. Like I have to do this and then I do this and then I do this. And that was becoming like very mentally taxing to me in the last couple of months, just feeling like I was like not fitting this mold that I was supposed to fit that nobody told me like, you know, that nobody's putting that pressure on me except for me. But so I think a huge lesson for me has been just like play with things, have fun with it. And if it feels right, like run with it. And that's where really this whole confident cooking and meal prep and like cooking demo side of things, really, I found that connection in the last couple of months with that food freedom, because I just found myself like navigating back to like when I'm working with clients, like I'm suddenly talking about meal prep and I'm like, let me show you how to do this in the kitchen. Or like, let me show you these recipes. And like yeah. that just, I mean, that's not work, you know, that's so fun for me. Um, it brings you joy. So- and that it does it usually a missing piece in people's businesses. So let's circle back to that. But I also want to go yeah. back to you were trying to work with someone else's blueprint. And I've done that too. I have fallen, 100%. I've fallen for that too many times and it's cost a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I think that there is value in having a coach, but there's also value in having the right coach. Like yes, definitely. throughout your business, whether it be early on or something that you need like a pivot point, yes. right? So yep. I feel like that's really interesting. I honestly, I've felt the same way recently. And that was like mid 2021. I had like a kind of a breakdown. Yes. So I get it. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you so hard on that. <laughs> no, it's like suddenly you wake up and you're like, I mean, maybe you felt this way. I felt this way where I'm like, wait, like, why am I putting all this pressure on myself to like do these things that just don't light me up that I am avoiding because I don't want to do them. Like there's a reason for that. And it really, like when I made that realization, exactly like you said, I'm following somebody else's blueprint. I was like, like there (laughs) is no blueprint to this, like make your own blueprint, have fun with it and do what feels right. And that's been like such a change in my energy in the last few weeks. And it's been awesome. Yes. 
I'm going to be real. I'm going to get super hippy dippy on you. But what <laughs> helped me was finding human design and like working within human design. So it's like, mm. are you familiar with it? I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Guys, I'll link, I'll link my friend Jen in the show notes. She is a human design expert. So definitely like explore her page. Uh, but that is what was a game changer for me. Like working within like what feels good for me rather than mm-hmm. like what people are telling me yes. just to kind of throw it out there. I'm a six to ego manifester. So it's got to feel good and I have to start it. That's, <laughs> that's what, that's what that meshes. And like, since I've done that, like you're saying literal mind blown awesomeness. So yeah, it just makes it so much fun. You're like, I could do anything that I wanted with this business. And it's just like so exciting. So now that you know that, What doors, (laughs) what opportunities do you feel like it's opened for you? Connection, collaboration, growth, and true community. Those are just a few of the amazing aspects of coming together within the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind. This is a space for RDs to really hone in on their uniqueness, to gain different perspectives from fellow RDs within the field, to think outside the box for their businesses, and to truly lean into their human design, what makes them amazingly unique and all within a space where we can respect each other's human design, allow for different perspectives and bring about new ideas for our businesses and ways we can show up that feel 100% us. So if you're down to embrace your human design, embrace your uniqueness, put a little bit of woo in what you do, check out the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind. I have a session starting in a few weeks, but also respecting my human design, I've decided to open up future sessions as well. So maybe you want to plan a little bit into the future and rather than sticking you on a wait list, I would love to have that conversation with you. And then we can find a time that's going to work with your life, with your lifestyle and everything that you have going on to come together in this mastermind setting so that you can really hone in on your uniqueness, using your human design and leveling up in your space all while connecting with amazing fellow RDs. The link to chat about the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind is in the show notes. I can't wait to talk to you. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, previously, and and again, this is not a slam to any of the coaches that I've worked with. I, again, taking experiences from those experiences, I've grown greatly from those experiences with them. But it's really, I have had coaches in the past that told me like, you can't post pictures of food. You can't be just talking about cooking. Nobody, that's not going to make you any money. And like, first of all, it's not always about money. Right. But Preach, girl. Yes. for me, yeah. <laughs> but for me, obviously this is my living. I need to make money. But I, like I said before, I kept feeling that draw to like, but I want to talk about the food. I want to talk about the cooking. I want to yeah. talk about all of that. You know, as I've been talking to clients, like I just, you know how your brain kind of like scans for things as you have this idea, your brain suddenly starts seeing like signs everywhere. Totally. So yeah. So as I kind of had this aha moment of just like, okay, I need to lean into this like kitchen cooking side of things. I started hearing so many times a week from just like clients and people and friends of just like, I hate cooking. I don't know how to do this. I have all these ingredients and I don't know how to use them. And I was just like, ding, 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 ding. (laughs) This is an opportunity. So I launched in January, this uh, confident cooking course, completely virtual walks, busy people, people that don't have much experience in the kitchen, people that want to build those kitchen skills and that confidence in the kitchen through 
just kitchen basics. Like, you know, we talk about chicken, we talk about vegetables, we talk about all of those things. And I walk you through how to shop for them, how to prepare them, how to make vegetables taste good, you know, all of those things that really put that, first of all, that confidence back in you, but also that ownership and that power in your hands of being able to create amazing food. And I really think that this is such a huge piece of food freedom. Like, you, when you're practicing food freedom, you're eating the foods that you like, you're eating the foods that feel good. But like, what happens if you can't make those foods? That's not very free, right? So being able to cook for yourself and prepare those foods, like that just opens up a whole other realm of food freedom of just like, I have it all. I have the power to do it all. And it's awesome. So that's literally speaking my language. Literally. (laughs) I know. That's why we connect. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's been really fun to work on that. Also just recently launched a in-person meal prep service. So um, I have a connection to a, a local restaurant here that I'm able to, you know, utilize that space to prepare food, to have people come pick food up there. I have found through this pandemic and through working completely virtually, I miss people. Like I miss yeah. being in person with things. And so that really feel, fills my need to, you know, be in the community and actually interact with humans and all of that. <laughs> and then that allows me to cook, which I love to do, cook for people and fill a need for people that maybe don't want to cook. So maybe the confident cooking course is not for them. They don't have the time or they're not interested in cooking, but yeah. they still want to eat good food. So I can prepare that food for you. Exciting stuff. I love it. First of all, kitchen confidence, 100%. Guys, I know this is a <laughs> podcast and you can't see how big my smile is, but I was literally going like ear to ear the whole time. <laughs> I love it because, so what I do is for RDs who don't want to do that, right? But like mm-hmm. you're doing it as an RD and you're seeing the success in your patients who needed that extra handhold in totally. the kitchen. And that's really the missing gap between like what RDs are talking about, like in a session and then what happens when they go home, right? Like there is, yes. there's significant, like there's such a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're telling me to do all this stuff, but I don't know how to do all this stuff. So exactly, I'm teaching you how to do all this stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that you can bring that to the table for your clients and for yeah. those RDs out there who can't, Hey, what's up on here? <laughs> <laughs> But I also love that you have multifacets to your business, right? So you're not just trading time for money in Mm -hmm. the one-to-one aspect or maybe program aspect of things, but you're also getting to make awesome food for people. And I miss cooking. I'm not going to lie to you. I used to personal chef. Like I miss cooking. (laughs) And like when you cook good food for people and they're like, this is amazing. You're like, I know I'm amazing. Like it just is I think cooking for people is one of like the most intimate things you can do for someone. Like the biggest show of love and just like respect is I'm going to cook you a really good meal. Like I just, I love that so much. Yeah. When I meet people that I like really vibe with, I'm like, come over, I'll make you pizza. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do it better than the restaurant down the street. (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent. We have a wood fired oven. It's awesome. (laughs) Chalice. That's amazing. (laughs) But I think you're right. So like going back to my personal chef days, now that we're talking about food and cooking, yeah. like when I would serve a meal, it was very infrequently that I would like be there to serve a meal to a client. A lot of the times I would just like batch cook and like the, like the family would eat later. But like sure. when I was there to serve a meal and like the 30 seconds to 45 seconds of silence after I served and like they're just eating and enjoying, 
that was the best. The like, best. that's how you know you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, I feel that like with like cooking demos and stuff too, when you oh, yeah. open people's minds up to, you know, they see all these ingredients. They're like, I want to cook with that. I don't know what that is. That's gross, whatever. And you throw this meal together and they're literally mind blown in front of you. It's like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Girl, we got on a cooking tangent, but I yeah. loved it. <laughs> Those are my favorite kinds of tangents. <laughs> Good tasting tangents. Yes. Tell me, other than in this kind of scenario, how do you like to collab with fellow RDs? And are there any RDs in a specific niche that you'd be down to collab with? Yeah. So as I've kind of moved into, you know, this food freedom in the kitchen space, um, really collaborating with dietitians that are either doing similar or you know, have that need for their clients to do similar. Like I just, I love this topic of food freedom, but I feel like there's a lot of fear to talk about actual food and talk and like, you know, a lot of people that we're working with, with food freedom or intuitive eating, all of that, like there is some disordered eating. Yes. Those relationships with food are not really, you're not really ready to talk about food. Right. But I think there is such a huge need to talk about food. I think people want that and need that. So you know, anybody that's in the space that's doing this, like, I think it would be awesome to do guest appearances on virtual cooking demos or, you know, collaborative cooking demos, or I don't know, like, the, I feel like the opportunities are just endless with that, but at least totally. connecting with those people that are kind of in that field, because I just don't really see that that much, mm-hmm. that kind of food freedom in the kitchen piece. I think we're a little bit more few and far between than just like straight food freedom dietitians. Yeah, I have a I have a couple that I'm going to hook you up with, like awesome. straight up off the bat that I think of. But cool. yeah, I I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be big going forward. More of the focus on yes, intuitive eating, yes, food freedom, but mm-hmm. also making sure that it tastes good because no one wants to eat right. crappy food the rest of their life. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, like I see the amount of people, just like friends, family, clients that use things like HelloFresh or like those meal prep services and. Yeah there's definitely the interest is there. People want to know how to do this. They just don't really know how to do it or don't think that they have the time to do it. And I think, you know, getting that message out as much as we can is so important. hundred percent guys. If you're yeah. freshing, you have time to make an awesome <laughs> meal at home. <laughs> In the time that it took you to order that HelloFresh meal, you could have made that at home. No, it's so true. It is true. And like with HelloFresh and I'm going to kvetch for a second, but like with HelloFresh and Blue Apron, like you still have to make the food. You know know. what I mean? It's not like it's done for you. You still have to do it. And those recipes are usually complicated. Yes. I actually, I've used them before just because doing market research, you know, Um, I actually think it's harder to start from a HelloFresh recipe where you didn't like grocery shop for the ingredients yourself you didn't do like the whole start to finish process than it is to do the whole start to finish process where you're like oh yeah I like have all these ingredients and I didn't forget any in the meal like I just I don't know maybe that's just me but (laughs) I think there's a better way to do it I agree yes let's put (laughs) HelloFresh out to business that's the goal (laughs) yes RDs unite (laughs) (laughs) I got you (laughs) I'm going to get a cease and desist. (laughs) Your podcast is going to get shut down. (laughs) No, just kidding. Well, on that lovely note, 
Uh, Kate, where can the good RDs out there find you to connect with you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I do most of my stuff on my Instagram page at Kate Peterson Nutrition. Um, that's really where I'm most active. So that's the best cool. place to connect. And I would love to connect with anybody that's interested in connecting in this field. Sweet. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. OMG, can we talk about living in alignment? Sometimes you don't even have to know your human design to experience the flow. The place where everything you do just aligns and becomes easy and feels super fucking good. Kate is 100% in that flow. And you should totally check out what she's been up to within these last couple of months on her Instagram. At Kate Peterson Nutrition. I'll link that in the show notes. Let's do a quick recap. One, your positive experiences and your shitty experiences shape you. Two, there is no right way to start and run your business. Three, Take pieces of every past job you've had, the good, the bad, and use them to create your dream job or as motivation to not go back to a job like that. If you want to feel in flow like Kate and be able to discover your superpowers, what makes you super unique and be able to unleash your genius, check out the free masterclass I've created for you. The link is in the show notes. Also, I'd really appreciate it. If you dig this podcast, my vibe, and want to share it, let a fellow RD know. You can post about it on Instagram, shoot them a message, be like, OMG, hey, you really need to listen to this show or just like it on Apple Podcasts, leave a review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And that is a great way to let others know how awesome this show is. Thanks for listening. Ciao.